Negrele debosiko palimoronde sikayala. Lift up your voice and begin to pray in new tongues. Pakayeto karamante le broke prolosita la mahate. Orikaya mababoso krata le bongra le dedos. If you have never spoken in tongues before, begin to tell the Lord, the God, the Holy Spirit, anoint me, O God, the Holy Spirit, anoint me, anoint me, anoint me, anoint me with your power, with your gift, with your power, with your gift, with your power. Rato rabalo dosiki palale doski marido rika paredo rima. Moyokole moyika kaira kaka te molengre riko dosi kere le bombo yele kudari mamondo yaramata. Begin to tell the Lord, anoint me with your power, anoint me with your power, anoint me with the Holy Spirit. Tarata boyele kuli malote le sumale brote balido rakabaro de moski prale geredusi malarit le kotamu bayera matande dekrele geredese lego. Tell the Lord, send your fire, 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 send your fire. Rapa papa yeto tozio koko yima matori baso tolobo reketa lebo sopali mamoshe krele kete lebo si. Negrele grede bombo si karabambo yebukuri mamoya la masi narakata radaira masi tele doso kolobi yene mosi kalabaro kodoyi regde kele monda le brondo si krelendre yiskadambo nagrelende selebonda stelebons kele de bons la mayita le moya yarakada bobo yele klenke tele nomo me prale grede bosi kaimomosonte o lord meske palaro de bosi karamarabodi ne rekele de bondo si kalalababai Trala matrala maradara maria la masikara la bonda la masi rekele grekele mosota le mumbronde le moshinta iria nembori maledombo sibra la munge tell the lord god the holy spirit send your fire 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 eme peredere send your fire to my mind send your fire to my soul send your fire to my spirit send your fire oh god send your fire kiarata masikipaya Anoint my lay with flames of fire, purify, purify my heart, purify my mind, purify my soul, purify my body. Tell the Holy Spirit to fill you, Miss Kapalemoya. Fill me, Lord. Tamaraga Bali do Bosikaya Baba Baba. Thank you, sovereign Lord. Thank you, sovereign Lord. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' anointed name we are prayed. Amen and amen. I want to welcome you back again to this meeting. Yes, uh, my heart today, uh, yesterday was to start talking to you about ministry of angels. Uh, from today, but um, you know, the Holy Spirit reminded me that we have not explored all about the gift of prophecy. So I'll be I'll be completing the lecture on the gift of prophecy today, and then we're going to the uh, the ministry of angels. When we go into the ministry of angels, if you understand very well the gift of prophecy, you will be able to flow. Like today, we read in the book of. Um, uh, Second Kings chapter 19 uh, and 20, where Sennacherib attacked um, uh, Hezekiah. And one of the things that is alarming to me, which is quite interesting to me, is this, which we are going to be looking at also in the, when we look at the mystery of angels. Uh, we will look at mystery of angels uh, tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So we will be able to cover extensively. 
because we, are look, we have been looking at Holy Spirit and the gift of prophecy Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So what, one of the things that amazed me, that really intrigues me, really, not amazed, it intrigues me, about, about uh, Isaiah is this. And that's the same thing that intrigues me about the prophets of old. All right? Are you not amazed that in chapter 20, when Ezekiah who, you know, had boil and it was, going to, it was a sickness to death, you know, the Lord said to um, um, Isaiah, go and tell him that he's going to die. And when they, when they told him he was going to die, and he went in and went before God and began to plead. Between the time that Isaiah walked from his presence to the gate, Holy Spirit told him, I'm talking about the gift of prophecy now, go back and tell him that there's uh, no more death. I have changed this. I changed his time of death and I had 15 more years. So he went back to tell him that you are on your knees. Yes, the Lord saw you were weeping and you're crying. And thus here the Lord have added more 15 years to your life. That's number one. Second thing that intrigues me about him is that when Zedekiah uh, um, surrounded him, uh, that is Ezekiah, and Ezekiah uh, went to Israel to begin to pray, the Lord told uh, Isaiah, go and tell him I've heard his prayer. You know, how God speaks to his, understand that the old, God speaks to one person and the other, but in the new, all should prophesy. You can relate that when we look at that very well now, as we go on flow by, by flow of the unction of the Spirit, you will remember that in the book of Second uh, 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 Kings 2, chapter 6, when you were reading about the book, the people of Aramean, the people of Aramean were holding their meeting in, in, in their own country. All right, and Syria, and then Elisha said, "My spirit was with you." The spirit of Elisha will go to the meeting boardroom of another country, and he will sit down with them. They will not see him, but he did not leave Israel. <laughs> what about when Gehazi followed Naaman to go and collect bribe, eh? offering illicit offering? Because Gehazi was one of those prophets, like the ministers, who everything leads to offering. <laughs> and when he collected the offering and he came back, wh- where did you go? He lied. And the man of God said, Was my spirit not go with you? You will reach that height in the name of Jesus. In this week, that would be the height God would take you and I into. Listen to me. All these privileges that God gave to single people, or is it Elijah which you speak? When he got fed up, he confronted the devil of his country. And he said, there shall be no during except by my word. He didn't see God before he prayed. And, but because he said it, God said, okay, that's it. I have spoken. Hallelujah. <laughs> I love things like this. This is what should steer our heart off. That, are those people special? No, they are not special because why? We stopped yesterday in the book of First uh, Corinthians chapter uh, chapter. 14 verse 31. You can, you, for you can all prophesy in turn so that everyone may be instructed. In those days, only one man prophesied, but in our time, Jesus said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will say, when I go, I will send you the comforter. And in the book of Acts chapter 2 verse 20, when the day of Pentecost has fully come, we looked at that on uh, Monday, and he poured his spirit upon the earth. To his own elect. 
Now, the spirit that spoke to Elijah, the spirit that, that, gave, that, 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 that validated the word of Elijah, when Elijah said that the basket of your own shall not be used, of the spirit that made it happen, that spirit that uh, took uh, Elijah to the meeting in another country, whereas our pastors that were read to you now in the book of Revelation, the same spirit carried John into the realm of the spirit by angels. Now, this Holy Spirit that, is, that did all those miracles, He is now living inside you and I. The issue is that we have to manifest this Spirit living inside us. That is the real meaning or the real purpose for this meeting. You cannot have God inside you and behave like a, like a butterfly. You can't have God inside you and Satan is messing around your life or messing around your people around you. Somebody needs to stir up the Spirit of God in this meeting. Like Elijah did stir up the Spirit of God. And open your mouth and make declaration unto your own life. So, because of this, this is what we are looking into. That Corinthians said we cannot prophesy. I love it. But if we look also further, the book of Isaiah chapter 44, verse 3, it says, for I will pour water on the thirsty ground. I will pour out my spirit on your offspring and blessing on your descendants. Now understand, why am I reading this scripture? I'm looking at what should you do to be able to operate this. Okay? Number one, you must be thirsty. You must have a hunger for the Holy Spirit. All this uh, attitude of going to God or going to people of God because you want blessing, blessing, dump it. <clears throat> you are running after the created when the creator is inside you. God wants me to tell everyone, turn your desire into Holy Spirit, not into material things. Because those things will be added if only you can seek the Holy Spirit. He says, I will pour out my spirit on your on the thirsty ground and my and I, I, I will pour water on the thirsty ground. And streams on the dry ground, I will pour my spirit on your offspring and my blessing. So the more of the spirit you can get, the more blessing you can get. If you run after blessing, you won't bless all the time, you will not get the spirit. And it will be temporal. The reason why some people tell stories that they were rich before and then they became poor. It's because if they have sought the one who gives the riches, rather than seeking the riches, they will have received the one who, who gives the riches and he replenishes it. It does not, it, it won't give you a dry up because the one who produces is inside you and you are connected with him. So tonight, let your hunger explode for the rest of your life. Seeking him first. God the Holy Spirit. Praying. Relating with him. And expecting every time. Understand, I'm not talking about, you know, the anointing now. Because I just finished ministering in a church. That's the reason why you had a bit of inconsistency when I was coming in. Because I just finished preaching for one of the conventions in, in Nigeria. One of your brethren, uh, uh, Pastor Tomemi, was church. Let me say this to you. You know, in the church of God, people have been talking about anointing, 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 anointing. Come on, come on, come on now, come on. Let me help you know something. I will show you here. No man has any anointing that it is his own. It is not true. It is not true. Let me help you know this. 
Because that attitude in the church of God has made many Christians believe that it is only some of us that God anointed, but the rest of you, God didn't anoint. Oh, we carry some anointing that is you, you cannot carry. Nonsense lie. Lie of the devil. I have seen in my ministry blind see. I have seen lame walk. I have seen a number of dead bodies raised back to life. Let me show you something. When the, the first miracle that happened in the book of Acts, Look at the book of Acts chapter 3. Your, I'm saying this because your attitude must change. When they talk of anointing, don't always say Apostle Williams or Benny Hinn or this man or that man. Forget it that we are not the carrier of anointing. Every one of us who believe in Jesus carry the anointing. And I want to show you in this meeting how you can, you know, release that unction inside you. One, task for it. Be hungry for it. It's not when we meet in the evening you pray if you are really hungry. You will be praying regularly, praying regularly until we meet again. Praying again and again and again until we meet again. Listen to me. And then you will recognize that the unction, if you fulfill the prerequisite, it does not matter whether you are an apostle, whether you are a prophet, whether you are, you are a, a teacher or an evangelist, if you fulfill the prerequisite, the Holy Spirit will walk through you. Look at what it says. He says on one, uh, one day, this is Acts chapter 3 verse 1, uh, Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer at 3 in the afternoon. Now a man crippled from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. Now verse 3 says, when he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked at him and did John. Then Peter said, look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get what? Something from them. Then Peter said, silver or gold, I do not have, but what I, I, what I have, I give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Walk! Taking him by the hand, because the man was too slow to respond. He pulled him up. Right hand, pulled him up. He held him up. And instantly the man's feet and ankle became strong. Was Peter anointed? Was he, did he carry an anointing because he had been with Jesus? Was it because he had been with Jesus it happened? Did he carry an anointing because he was Peter and Jesus said, upon this, this, upon, upon you have built my church? Did, is it because Peter carried some anointing that other Christians don't have? He's a special man to Jesus Christ. Now let me, let see the answer of Peter. Taking him by the right hand, the man, the man who walked. He jumped on his feet, verse 8, and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. When all the people saw this, when all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the man, the same man, who used to sit begging at the temple gate, called Beautiful. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened. All right. Verse 11. While the beggar held on Peter and John, as if they were the one who healed him, all the people were astonished and came running to them in the place called Solomon's Colonnade. When Peter saw this, he said to them, Men of Israel, why does this surprise you? Watch this. This is the one through who God just healed. Why do you stare at us as if it is by our own power or godliness? We have made this man work. 
Miracle don't work because of your own power. <clears throat> Understand? It does not work because of anybody's power. So that nobody can claim that he has more anointing to do it. No, 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 no. It is when Holy Spirit comes out of a man and it comes upon you that he drives you to do something along with the gifts he's given. And every Christian can make Holy Ghost. You can prompt Holy Spirit to come upon you and he will use you and he will go back to inside you. You see all this, uh, you know, uh, uh, manipulation of, oh, I have, it is by a special grace. Which grace? Look, Paul said, Peter said that it is not by our power of godliness. In the King James Version, he says, our own power of holiness. Because some people in the church have been made to believe that, oh, those of us that God uses miracles and wonder, is because we are so holy, we are so close to God. Oh, I will tell you what we do. The fact is that we all have been made holy by the blood of the Lamb. But what, one of the things we do is that we, are, we task for it. We hunger for it. I expect God to heal through me. I expect God to give prophecy through me. I pray for it. Because I hunger for it, I pray for it. I seek God for it. I, I befriend God for it. And I'm available to God. If you look at the book of Acts chapter 10, verse 38, he says how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with Holy Ghost and with power, and how he went about doing good. So Jesus, Holy Ghost came upon him, and then he went about. And if you look at the book of Luke chapter 3 to, to 4, after he was baptized, the Holy Ghost came upon him, he was driven to the wilderness, and then verse 14 says he returned in the power of the Holy Spirit and the new spread. So, manifestation of the Holy Spirit will come when you are hungry for it. If you look at that, uh, that scripture, Avon Peter said to them that you think it's by own power or holiness? Verse 16 says, By faith in the name of Jesus, this man whom you see and now was made strong. It is Jesus' name and the faith that comes through him that has given this complete healing to this man. Can you imagine what Peter said? That no, 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 don't make us a demigod here. We are ordinary men like you. But something different from you and us is this. We have faith in the name. <laughs> Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We have faith in what God says. We don't theologize the word of God. We just believe it because it's the truth. We don't philosophize the word of God. If the Bible says in plain language, that's what we accept. We don't try to help the Bible. I think this is what the Bible is saying. Forget about it. Don't think for the Bible. Do what is written. Don't say, I think. You think what? What is your thought in this matter? Your thought in this matter is not relevant. That is what has hindered uh, many believers. They try to rationalize the simple word of God. Isaiah simply said, I will pour water on thirsty ground. Then be thirsty. And streams on the dry ground. I will pour my spirit upon your offspring. And then my blessing will flow. Second thing is this. I'm talking about the things you need to do to be able to operate the prophetic. Romans chapter 12 verse 6. We have different kinds of gifts according to the grace given us. If a man's gift is prophesying, let him use it in proportion of his faith. Let him use it in proportion of his faith. So you understand here that faith is necessary to operate in prophetic. And if you look at faith, 
is the underlying factor to operate all gifts. As Peter commanded the crippled to rise and healing came. And Peter said, it is not by our, by our holiness that, or our power that we made this man work. Really, we don't have any power. But we have faith in the name of Jesus who said, in my name, you will heal the sick. Lay hands on them. You will heal the sick. In my name, you cast out devil. We just believe it. And so we did it. So, and this scripture says, for prophetic to happen, you must have a proportion of faith. There is a level. It says a proportion of faith, which means that there are various portions in faith, but the faith necessary, let me give you an example. The faith to be saved is a different faith. The faith to uh, go to church every Sunday and believe God to protect you when you go out is a different faith. But the faith to operate in the gift of the Holy Spirit is another faith. But you see, faith cannot be faith unless there is knowledge. Because the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing by the knowledge of the Word of God. So, if you do not have this knowledge of the Word of God, I'm telling you, you will not be able to operate in that area of gift. Any area of God that you have knowledge, then manifestation comes because you cannot have faith in it. And I'm saying to you, for the gift of prophecy, the Bible says, one, you must be thirsty for it, and God will pour it out. And then second, it says that you must have faith. To operate it. Really, sometimes when the Lord speaks something to you in prophetic, sometimes you, you speak spontaneously where you don't have control over it. But some other time, the Holy Spirit will tell you before you go and say it. Huh? <laughs> so you know what He tells told you. Like He said to Isaiah, go and tell Hezekiah, does, 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 does. Ah, and let me tell you the area that that operates. Word of knowledge is what you receive before you say. And when you receive word of knowledge, sometimes you know, if you are not able to have faith, you will not be able to do anything. I was discussing that with my family today when we were reading the scriptures. You see, word of knowledge will come and tell you that there is somebody here whose knees are swollen. Or somebody here who has had an operation and there is an iron in his bone. That is what word of knowledge will do. But when you see that minister now said, I command that leg, be healed in the name of Jesus. That is faith. No more prophetic. Because that is acting upon the word revealed. Really to say that, what you hear from God and say it is faith. Because if it is normal, your normal man will say that, what if I say it and nobody has it? <laughs> but a man of faith, when God says it, he speaks it. And the word of knowledge is part of prophetic chambers. Give that a prophetic person will work in. Word of knowledge, word of wisdom. Part of it are discernment. Those three gifts are the three combinations of gifts that operate in prophetic. Knowledge, wisdom, and discernment. But faith is the driver. Can you get it now? So, let's see another thing. We have looked at faith. Then we look at loving God. Love for God. If you look at it, I've given you three things now, isn't it? The first one I gave you is Isaiah 44, verse 3, which is hunger. Yes? And the second one I gave you is faith. Romans 12, 6. And the third one I'm giving you is love for God. It says in Corinthians chapter, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, Verse 1, follow the way of love and eagerly desire spiritual gift, especially the gift to prophesy. Alright? You want God to, to manifest Holy Ghost 
You want Holy Ghost to manifest gifts upon you. Then you must get away yourself from hate. Follow the way of love. <laughs> Anybody, you know people, when people hate somebody, they hate this, they love that, they separate from, you know, who they hate and all they love. It's because they are far from God. They are far from God. And what God demands is that you love Him with all your heart. The more you love God, the more you will operate in all the powers. All the night gifts is free to one man. It, it is attracted by your love. When you love God so much, the more you increase in the love for God, and God will begin to give you gifts. He'll give you the first gift, the Holy Spirit will do that. Give you the second gift, give you the fourth gift. Then when you move, in and out, and you, you wait witness about the Lord, and there is a need for uh, healing, boom, He will manifest healing from you. Where you need faith, He will manifest faith on you. Understand, the gift of the Spirit manifests when the Holy Ghost comes out of you and come on top of you. <clears throat> that is where you see the gift of the Spirit manifesting. And we need to understand this. And I will give you more uh, information about this. So, Follow the way of love. <clears throat> Eagerly desire the spiritual gift. Okay, so this is underlining factor for gift. Look at First Corinthians chapter chapter two, verse nine to ten, and I'll show you something interesting. In that scripture, it says, "However, as it is written, chapter nine, chapter two, verse nine to ten, as it is written, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those." Who love him. Did you see that now? You have to love him. Because God prepared it for those who love him. Which is all of you. But he then went about to say. But God has revealed it to us. By his spirit. The spirit searches all things. Even the deep things of God. So there is nothing you want to know that Holy Spirit does not have in custody. You remember John 16 from 14 and 15. And 15 says, all the Father has is mine. Then in 14 says, the Holy Spirit will bring from what is mine and reveal to you. But it says, for those who love him. So now, let us go through it again. All right. Hunger. Hunger for the spiritual things, spiritual gifts. Isaiah 14, 44, verse 3. Then faith. Romans 12, 6. And love for God. 1 Corinthians 14, 1. And 1 Corinthians 2, 9 to 10. Alright? Okay. So how will you know these three prerequisites? I can give you several references where you see it in the life of Christ. The first one is book of uh, um, uh, Luke chapter 10. If you look at Luke chapter 10, you will discover that Jesus Christ was driven by the power of the Holy Spirit after the, after the baptism into the wilderness where he sought God. And then he returned in power in verse 14 and the news spread. If you read that scripture further down and Jesus was in the temple, he read the scripture and said, today the scripture is fulfilled over me. And if you look at the book of Acts chapter, chapter, chapter uh, 10, uh, 38 that I read to you. It says how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with Holy Spirit and power. I, he went about doing good, healing those who are under, uh, oppressed by the power of Satan, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, because God was with him. And you will discover that the reason why all this happened is, as Jesus said, he loved the Father. And when you love God, you will be a God seeker. 
You won't be somebody who pray in the morning and in the evening. Those people don't love God. They love themselves. The prayer, those who pray morning and evening, they go and say, Father, we thank you for everything. I'm going now. Protect me. God will protect them. They are coming by. I thank you for protecting me. That's all their prayer. The next one they pray is that give me promotion. Give me this. Give me that. That is not love for God. That is using God. A man who has love for God, truly love for God, is a man who is always in contact with God. The Bible says that pray in, in and out of season. I taught you about keeping the hours of prayer. It's a good discipline. Recognizing the importance of what the Bible has written. Someone said, to, said before to me that, you know, you taught us to be, uh, taught people to be observing the hours of prayer. Are you not taking them back to the time of old regulation? And I said, yes. Because the Bible tells you that the regulation that is right, the New Testament tells you that you should follow it. And that's the reason why in the book of Acts chapter 10, the, the, the New Testament recorded about a man called Cornelius who was praying at 3 p.m. And then the second day, he told you about Peter, who, is, who we look at as the main champion of the church, who went to pray at 12 noon. And he told you about Acts chapter 2, when they went to pray, they were praying at 9 a.m. So 9 a.m. they prayed, 12 noon they prayed. Three noon they pray. It was their culture because that was what they found with Jesus. Anything Jesus practiced, the New Testament Church of God must practice. If you don't practice it, that's why you won't get nothing. And I told that person, tell me the last time an angel appeared to you. And that is his story. It never appeared to me. Okay, so the, the reason is because you are not doing it as Jesus did it, as the apostles did I followed them, so, and I'm seeing it happen. I follow them. I don't care about when I when I talk about God. Every academic knowledge you you have is useless before God. God is not complicated. It's so simple. As the people of old did it, do it and you will experience the power. I will get them now. No more loitering about. No more laziness. But you see, in the book of Joel, chapter two, verse twenty-eight. The importance of the of prophecy now. He says, and after all, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Now, let's go further into this business of prophesying. Prophesying. The, why prophecy? Why is it that the Bible said, Holy Spirit will come upon you, then the first thing is you will prophesy. <clears throat> if you look at the book of First Corinthians, uh, Corinthians chapter 14, verse 4. He says, he who speaks in tongues edifies himself, but he who prophesies edifies the church. The word edifies means build up, build up, build up, build up. Let me say this to you. You want God to use you to build up others in the church, isn't it? Then prophesy. If you read the whole of that chapter 14, it went further to say from verse 18 to 24 that when somebody is among you, prophecy will, will reveal the intention of the heart of man. And I've shown you yesterday about prophecy when I ended by telling you that the, 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 you know, the, what are the functions of prophecy? Prophecy is to strengthen you, encourage you, and comfort you. 1 Corinthians 4.3 Prophecy is to strengthen, encourage, and comfort so if somebody can operate in prophecy, easily you will encourage people in church. You will comfort people in church. You will tell them what they do not know. Areas that they have been confused, you will give them direction. Without them talking to you, you just meet them and tell them that God has just spoken to me. This is what you are thinking about. This is what you are doing. This is the issue facing you. But this is what God has said. 
and it will be the direction they need. That will encourage them. That will comfort them. And it will strengthen them. Somebody who has been downcasted, but he's putting on a good face. That if nothing is happening, you will tell that person that, Oh, sister, don't worry. The Lord has seen your heart. And he has seen that problem. That issue that you are not seeing in your heart. But listen to me. Don't say the Lord. By this time and this time, God will make this happen for you. He will make this happen for you. And you see somebody who has been smiling, covering his face because he doesn't want people to know he's going through. He will break down into tears. And it's going to be a tear of joy that, oh Lord, you even remembered me. I never knew you, you have me in mind. And that strengthens the church. Prophecy is the most prolific power to build up the church of the living God. Are we together now? So, therefore, if you look at the scripture, therefore, it says, He that speaks in tongues edifies the church, build up the church, but he that prophesies, build up the, uh, uh, speak in tongues, build up himself, prophesy, build up the church. That is the reason why also I will not go away without letting you know this, that you must pray for the gift of tongues. You must pray for the gift of tongues. The Bible says that he who prays in tongues edifies himself. You speak in tongues, you build up yourself in your most holy faith. You pray in tongues every time. You pray in tongues regularly on a daily basis. You pray in tongues all the time. You will discover that the power of Satan will be running for you. They will not be able to stand around you. If you can pray in tongues, you will have generated enough energy, enough potential not fire when you are going anywhere you are praying in tongues you are praying anytime it comes to your mind you pray in tongues i don't mean that before in the public you are moving your mouth that is hypocrisy you know i met some christians in both and they are doing this that is hypocrisy you will look like somebody mad in england they will just phone police that there is a man who is um, you know behaving like that before you know it they will, they will just sex on you that's not what praying in tongues is Praying in tongues, you pray in your house. And you can walk on the street praying in tongues without opening your mouth. You can pray in tongues without opening your mouth. If you are alone, no problem. If you are in the park, you can shout and do whatever you like. As long as people don't, you don't disturb people. Praying in tongues is very necessary for believers. It, it does a lot. It does a lot, I tell you. It, it does a lot. And praying in tongues also is an entrance into prophetic. Entrance into prophetic. There was a man when I was in Baptist church. In the midnight, God woke me up and said, pray for Brian, pray for Brian. Not knowing that Brian was being, God is a, a Caucasian, not a black man, he's a Caucasian. Born and ancestors from Brighton. But you know Brighton is the city of witchcraft. And the guy was being choked in his dream by demonic forces. Not black man, but white man. I would be now. And he was choking and the Holy Ghost woke me up and said, pray for Brian, pray for Brian. That's all I had. So when I said, if I pray in a tongue unknown, I know, my mind prays. But if I pray in a tongue unknown, my spirit prays. And what will I do? I will pray with my spirit, with my mind. I will pray with my, my spirit also. Where did I find that? But chapter First Corinthians 14, verse 14. 14, 14. For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, my mind is unfruitful. So what shall I do? Verse 15. I will pray with my spirit, but I will pray also with my mind. That is praying in tongues, praying in English, praying in tongues, praying in English, praying in tongues, praying in English, praying in tongues, praying in English. 
And as I was praying in tongues, I prayed for some hours. And then when I opened up in English, the Lord began to speak prophetic to me, interpreting the tongue, that, you know, uh, 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 the, the boy is now is under attack. The enemy wants to kill him. And I say, I rebuke you, spirit of death, in the name of Jesus. And at that second, that hand vanished over him. He, he struggled for all the prayer I was praying. That's about one and a half hours prayer. I was praying to sweating until the prophetic came out. And the boy there, God, just got on and said, and then he told his wife what he had been going, the ordeal he has been going through. And in the church the following day, he came to the church to come and say that, you know, I would have been dead yesterday because at this time to this time, this was what was happening to me. And I said to him, Brother Brian, ask for my wife now. Let her tell you. But by that time, the Lord woke me up and I began to pray. This is one of the reasons for the gift of the Spirit. It encourages, it builds up. It, to speak in tongues and pray in tongues is power. You build up yourself. When you build up yourself, you will accelerate in your height spiritually. When you hit the jet stream of the Spirit, then you begin to see vision, you begin to see trance, and you begin to operate in the power of the Most High. Tongue is an, a grace given to build yourself up and paripasu, prophetic. And that's the reason why it says in verse 13 of the uh, First Corinthians that for this reason, anyone who speaks in, in tongues should pray that he might interpret. Or the other translation says you pray for the power to interpret. And when you interpret tongue, that is, that is um, prophecy. So why, why the gift of this? Why, why prophetic gifts? If you look at the verse 12 of chapter 14, he says, so it is with, so it is with you. Since you are eager for spiritual gifts, try to excel in gifts that build up the church. Which is what? Prophecy. According to verse 4. Prophecy build up the church. Tongue build you up. So after you have built yourself up by tongue, then prophesy. Do we get it now? So therefore, before we go to pray, let me say this to you. The gift of prophecy is so powerful and prolific. I give you some instances in the area of prophetic. We read it today from the book of um, um, uh, Second Kings, the book of Second Kings. It is very, very interesting today. From verse nineteen, it talks about a man that was boasting. Uh, chapter nineteen, it talks about a man that was boasting. You know, cause uh, you know, Sinachiru. and after he was boasting. And he, he was threatening to kill, to invade Israel, uh, Judah. And then the king recognized that there is a prophet in the land. Are you with me now? So they went to the prophet. When they went to the prophet, it says in verse 20, Then Isaiah, son of Amos, sent a message to, to Hezekiah. This is what the Lord says. I have heard your prayer concerning Sinatera. Does that not build him up? Does that not encourage him? Does that not comfort him? Because this man had met a person who destroyed any nation, mighty in armor, prolific. Every nation, even to his ancestors, when they go to a nation, they are so brutal, they will eliminate them. 
And the man came, remember, he was lying that your God is the one who told me to come and kill you. <laughs> but when there's a prophet in the land, hello, and who is the prophet? I'm not saying prophetic office now. If there is someone who can prophesy, like you, 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 your, your mouth will prophesy tonight, you will prophesy tonight. He says, go and tell him, this is what the Lord God of Israel says, I have heard your prayer. This is what the Lord says. The, 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 this, word, this is the word that the Lord has spoken. And he began to speak in parable. The prophet always speak in parable from prophetic office. But you see, at the end of his parable, he said, verse 28, Because you rage against me, says the Lord, and your insolence has reached my ears, I will put hook in your nose. Hallelujah. And my bead in your mouth, and I will make you return by the way you came. It's only God who can say that. To an enemy that is at the gate already to destroy you. It is only God who can put hook in his mouth and take him back to where he came from. If you look at the rest of it, after the man of God prophesied, the Bible says that the Lord sent his angel. That night, verse 35, the angel of the Lord went out and put to death a hundred and eighty-five thousand. You can see here, as we begin to move into tomorrow, the ministry of angel. One of the ministry of angel is to obey the beatings of God. When prophets speak, angels make it happen. Because he said, bless the Lord, you his holy angels, who obey his bidding. When prophets speak, when you make a declaration, angels are assigned to your word by the Holy Ghost to make it happen. That's the reason why you must continue. You must know this. You must begin to prophesy. Now, I have just about a few minutes to go, about 10 minutes roundabout. Let me now help you know this. Someone can say, Apostle, what are you saying? I know that even as I'm talking now, there are some of you hearing me that you still be thinking because you have, you have spent too much time in all these doctrines that make you feel that you are not renewed, you are not, you are not able to, that you are, you are excluded. You need a special grace. Well, if they say you need a special grace, I say that the grace has been given to you already because Jesus has given us the Holy Spirit already and the Holy Spirit is inside us already. And so what should we do to bring him out? Faith! Faith! And I will finish with this. Look at First Kings and then you pray. If you don't feel like prophesying, say something on behalf of God. There are three streams of prophecies. You have prophetic declaration. That is man saying what he decides to say. Say what you decide to say. Then prophetic utterance, which is Holy Ghost coming upon you and yet you are saying mystery. And then... The word of faith, which is saying that the Holy Spirit spoke, I showed you yesterday, when the Holy Spirit spoke in Second Chronicles 2020, through Jehel the prophet, Jehoshaphat now came and spoke in verse 20, believe in God, you shall be established, believe in his prophet, you shall prosper, arrange singers and let's move. God has given our enemies to us. So therefore, you can, if you don't feel unction to prophesy, you can say something on behalf of God. My friend, look at this. In the book of First Kings chapter 17. Look, let me read from verse 29 of chapter 18. Because this is where we are going to stop. And you need to understand it well. 
In the 30th year of Asa, king of Judah. I'm reading 1 Kings chapter 16, verse 29. Ahab, son of Omri, became king of Israel. And he reigned in Samaria over Israel 22 years. Ahab, son of Omri, did, did more evil in the eyes of the Lord than any of those before him. He, he not only considered it trivial to commit the sins of Jeroboam, son of Nabat, but he also married Jezebel, daughter of Edbal, king of Sidonia, and began to serve Baal. He brought Baal, he imported foreign God, and worshipped him. He set up Baal for Baal in the temple of Baal that he built in Samaria. Now, Ahab also made an Asherah pole and did, did more to provoke the Lord, the God of Israel, to anger than did, did all the kings of Israel before him. Alright? Go straight to chapter 17. So this woman, therefore, the Bible tells us that she now commanded everybody to worship Baal. Every prophet of God that didn't worship Baal, she went on a rampage and began to kill them. She was slaughtering them. To the place whereby, if you read 17 to 19, God himself told Elijah, I kept 1,000 people. God had to hide his prophet. <laughs> this God, my God. God is able to smash Jezebel, or just even point finger and Jezebel will disappear from the face of the earth. But God didn't do that. Why? God wanted man to rule his kingdom. So he hides some prophet. And then came out this man when he had it to the neck. He says, now Elijah the Tishbite from Tishbe in Gilead said to Ahab, as the Lord, the God of Israel is whom I serve, there will be no dew or rain except in the next few years, except by my word. That is prophetic declaration. I declare this to be. By my word I say, I declare this to be. I decree that this will happen. I have been, this is the norm that has been happening tonight. I say, enough of that. I command in the name of Jesus, this will be the next order of things. That is what God is calling. Declaration. Declaration. Let me tell you. If you keep quiet and the enemies are messing around you, it's not because God cannot act. God hid prophets here. Because none of them confronted the devil. They were dying, many of them. Until Elijah, I don't know whether he had been running for his life because the Bible didn't give us all this information. But he just came to a place that he said, look, we had enough of this. Let us confront. Like those lepers who said that if we go back to Israel, they will, we will die. We will go to Arabia, they can kill us. Let us go and die with the Arabians. <laughs> and they went to the enemy's camp. And God used them. So, you must recognize uh, if you do, if you, if your condition, if you do not stir up your heart to the place that, come on, this is not my portion. This is that is happening to me. It's not supposed to be. And then you stand out to speak. You will not have the faith to make prophetic declaration. 
Many of us, many times we pray, Father, please do this, Father, please do that, Father, please, it's good. But it is better to say, I command this to happen because it is written. This should happen now because it's written. I command you here to happen. I command that to happen. I command, I speak this to happen now because according to the word of God, you are contrary to the Bible. So I revoke you now and I command this to happen. When I pray with you sometimes, you see, I shift into that. Those things you say, because they are declaration out of your lips, they will happen. What you permit on earth is permitted in heaven. What you do not permit on earth is not permitted in heaven. Do you know what happened? After he, he declared, then verse 2 says, then the word of the Lord came to him, which is now utterance. I told you sometime that when you begin to make declaration, 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 you are sending in the spirit, you are sending in the spirit, you will, once you hit the jet stream of the Holy Spirit, then you begin to make prophetic utterance, of utterance, utterance. Then you will, you will talk about definite time, seasons that things will happen, how things will happen, and you begin to explain it. Because it is declaration, when you are making declaration, you know God is happy. Jesus said that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And when a Christian is making the declaration of what God, God has ordained, this is God's ordination, so I command it to happen, I decree this to change to this. And God will be so happy. You will stir up God the Holy Spirit. He will continue to fire you. Come on, come on, go ahead, go ahead. Come on, come on, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Push you, push you, push you until by faith. You arise, you rise, you rise, you rise, and you enter the gesture. When you enter the gesture, forget it, man. That is when utterances will begin to come out. Utterances will begin to come out. Knowledge will be given to you in the spirit, and you begin to reveal it to man. That is when people will be listening to you and say that on such and such a day, this will happen. On such and such a day, I saw a vision in the heavenly, and this is what God is revealing to me. I've seen this right now. This will happen, and you can, in that meeting, begin to say, Lord, when will this happen? What is this? Or your spirit is trying to receive something, but you are not able, it's not able to enter your spirit. Lord, permit me to speak. Permit me to read. And then access will be given to you. Windows shall be opened and doorhouse will you enter. And you begin to bring from the storehouse of God what the Father had determined according to First Corinthians, that chapter, chapter 2, verse 10. What God had prepared for those who love it. He has revealed it to us by His Spirit. By His Spirit. Then you begin to access the Spirit because you started by a declaration, 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 declaration. Every Christian can do that. That's why I say you cannot prophesy. And then the word of the Lord came. And he said, leave this place and go eastward. If you see the utterance, the word of the Lord, it tells you definite instruction. Direction is given and, uh, you know, empowerment is given, encouragement is given. He said, leave, leave, leave here, turn eastward and hide in Jerusalem, east of Jordan. You will drink from that brook and I will order the ravens to feed you. I want you to know this. From today, I beg you, don't pray all this mess. Now pray again. Whenever you pray, make declarations against the devil. Make declarations. What must happen to your life? That is what must happen to your life. That is what you say. And that is what must happen. Every nature will obey what you are saying. But if you can say it in line with the word of God. The word has been given you already. Say it. Jesus said, if you say to this mountain, be removed and be cast to the ocean. What is that? Prophetic declaration. Who, what, what can make a man say that? Faith in the name. Because it is prophetic declaration to tell a mountain to move and tell him where to go. That is prophetic. Jesus said to the tree, no man shall eat from you. It is not because, uh, you know, anything. The following day, it is those who did not understand at the time that observe it. He does not need to observe because he has spoken. It has to be. 
That tree will rot from inside. Prophetic declaration. Understand. It is the word of faith. Which you know. That tells you who you are. And where you are. Where you ought to be. That provoke that utterance. That, that declaration out of your mouth. If you continue to say it. It will happen to you. You try me now. From today. Take the, the worst part of your life. Problem that you have. And during this convention. Every hour. Begin to tell that problem. You are gone. I command this to happen. I command you to seize in my life. This will happen. This will stop. This will happen in my life. It will happen in my house. This will stop. And that's what will happen. And keep on saying it. You will see what will happen in a matter of three days. After you have blessed the Lord. You have prayed and thank God. Now begin to exercise the authority. Authority of heaven. Begin to exercise the authority of heaven. Let me see a scripture that I would like to give you. There is a scripture in the book of Isaiah. I would like to give you this scripture in Isaiah. Message chapter 54 first. Yeah, 57. 57 first. If you look at 57, it says in verse 8, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways. Declares the Lord, as the heavens are high from the earth, so are my ways from your ways, and my thoughts from your thoughts. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return back to it without watering the earth, and making it bud, and flourish. You can make something that is dead to flourish. You can make something that is dead to bud. Satan may kill it, it's irrelevant. You will bring life to it. So that it yields seed for the sower, and bread for the eater. You know, when I bless you, Anytime I speak to your life, it is impossible for me to doubt that what I've said will not happen. I don't, it's not in my vocabulary. Why? Why is it impossible? I have said it because I said so. I said so. I said so. I have my legal ground by the word of God as a child of God that anything I say, God will make it happen in line with the will of the Father. And I'm here to declare it. Same thing with you. That anointing, if you call it anointing, you also have that anointing. Not only I have the anointing, it works for me because I understand and I say it. You to begin to say it. I want people who come and say to me too, so that I too, as I bless you, you are blessing me. Because that is what we are in the church. Look, he said so that he uses it for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. My word that goes out from where? My mouth, God says. It will not return to me what? Empty, but will achieve what I, uh, I desire. And it will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I send it. Understand this too. When the word of God comes out of the mouth of God, he has a desire of God. It is pregnant of the desire of God. To the cripple, the word of God is to be healed. For the cripple to walk. For the lame to walk. He said, I give you power to heal every sick and to counter every demon. To demon possess, the word of God is for him to be set free in the name of Jesus Christ. So when you speak it out of your mouth, it is in the mouth of God that said it. Why did I say that? When you speak it out of your mouth, it is the mouth of God that I've said it. I will show you here now. I will show you here. You know, look at... Uh, 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 Isaiah 51 verse 16. Isaiah 51 verse 16. God said it that any word that come out of my mouth, isn't it? It will not come back to me empty. But it will achieve the purpose for which I have sent it. Isn't it? It will achieve the purpose for which I have sent it. So, but then, we know that God does not speak here. He leaves the mouth of a man. 
Every word God speaks on earth is through the mouth of one man. Alright? Whether you say, thus hear the Lord, or you say, by my word. That is the reason why he says now, in that chapter 55, chapter 51, verse 16, I have put my word in your mouth and covered you with the shadow of my hand. I have, this is God speaking. God said, I have stopped speaking now. But who speak my voice? You. <clears throat> I have spoken from ancient time. Now I have stopped speaking, says God. I, but I have many mouths speaking on my behalf. Any mouth that speaks for me, I will do it. He says, I have put my word in your, in your mouth and cover you with the shadow of my wind. In another word, anything you say, you are covered. You are covered. Just say it. Don't let Satan mess around your life anymore. Speak against it. Don't let men rob you anymore. Revoke it in the name of Jesus. Command their spirit to obey what you are saying. Prophesy. Call their name. I prophesy that you... you to, somebody promised you sack. And you are not supposed to be sack. You call that person and say, In the name of the Lord, I'm here with you tomorrow. And you shall say, That sack is revoked. Go back tomorrow. They will revoke it. They will revoke it. <clears throat> Speak. Because God has put his word in your mouth. You are the only mouth that speaks for God now. You, you, you listening to me. Not prophet, not apostle, not preacher, not teacher, not pastor, not evangelist. You are the, the mouth. Anyone who believes what I'm saying, you are the mouth of God. He says, I have put my word in your mouth. In your mouth. You are your, 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 your. The your there is you. And covered you with the shadow of my hand. I who set the heavens in place. Look at how God is boasting. To even help you to understand that. You should say something. What you did not say. That's why those things are remaining with you. Begin to speak to your mountain. To be removed. Tell them where to go. If you don't know where to send them. Just command them to go to ocean. Jesus said go to ocean. Who laid the foundation of the earth. And who said to Zion. I am. You are my people. Who? So who is God speaking here? To Zion. People of God. Zion, people of God. The people of God are people of faith. So what God needs for you today is to believe what I'm saying and, and take your stand and begin to speak on behalf of God. If every one of us begin to speak to our neighborhood in, on behalf of God, to our city on behalf of God, to our nation on behalf of God, if they want to make a decision that is wrong in your parliament, you revoke it and you will discover that it will not go through. That bill will not be passed because you stand in Christ in God to speak those things in line with the will of God. But when you keep quiet, Satan mess up. I saw his prophetic declaration. I will stop here today and you are going to pray. Let me tell you, I have told you enough. God said here, I put my, my word in the mouth of you. And he said, you are my people. Isaiah 50, 51 verse 16. He said, I have put my word in your mouth. And then he said to you in Isaiah chapter 55. Verse 11, so is my word that came out of my mouth. So that mouth of God is your mouth. You are the mouth of God, the mouth of El Shaddai. You are the mouth of the Holy Spirit. I can see the Holy Spirit happy as I'm talking to you. You are the mouth, please. Speak on his behalf and God will do it. Lift up your voice now. Begin to give God the praise for this hour. Just begin to thank God for it. Thank God that you are the mouthpiece of God in this end time. I am the mouth of God in these last days. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I 
thank you. Lord, I thank you for putting your word in my mouth. Begin to tell the Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I am your mouthpiece. I thank you, Lord. 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 Begin to make declaration. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I am your mouthpiece. In this season, I am your mouth, O God. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus, for I am your mouthpiece. I am your mouthpiece. Tell the Lord I'm your mouthpiece. I am your mouth, O God. He said you have put your word. Thank you for putting your word in my mouth. Thank you for putting your word in my mouth. Thank you for putting your word in my mouth. Tell God, thank him for putting his word. You are about to make declaration that will happen. You are about to speak something that God will do immediately as you are speaking. Now begin to give God the praise. Out of your spirit, thank him. Out of your soul, thank him. That the God of heaven sanctify your mouth so that he will speak through your mouth today. The impossible of your life shall be made possible. Even at this hour when you begin to make a Declaration. As oracle of God, you shall speak. Father, Lord, I bless you. I bless you, Lord. I bless you, Lord. I bless you, Lord. I bless you. Father, we give you the praise and honor and glory. We give you the praise and honor and glory. Thank you, sovereign Lord. Thank you, sovereign Lord. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying. Write that scripture I gave you down. Because you are going to pray it after today. Isaiah 55, that's where our journey began. Verse 10. Then, Isaiah 51, verse 16. Then, Isaiah 48, verse 17. Because God said, the word that come out of my mouth will not come back to me empty. Alright? It will achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And then he said in 51, 16, I have put that word in your own mouth. You are the one. I have been speaking. Now it's your own tongue to speak as a Christian. Don't keep quiet. Don't keep quiet. Don't keep quiet. Isaiah 62 verse, verse 6. Remember? The Lord had posted the watchman over the walls of Jerusalem. Those who seek the Lord, do not give God rest. Do not give yourself rest. Do not give God rest. Do not give yourself rest. Do not give God rest. Do not sit. Do not sit. Do not sit. Do not slumber. Do not slumber. Keep on praying. Keep on praying. Keep on declaring. Until I make Jerusalem the praise of the earth. And then in this scripture, it's 48 verse 17. He says, this is what the Lord says. You, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord your God. Who teaches you what is best? Who directs you the way you go? So, you are going to pray. Lord, as I open my mouth, I speak as your oracle. Put your words in my mouth. Put your words in my mouth. Now lift up your voice and begin to pray. Oh God, the Holy Spirit, as I pray now, put your words in my mouth. You are the one who teaches me what is best. I will make declaration in the name of the Lord of hosts. In accordance with your word. Put your word in my mouth, Lord. Put your word in my mouth, Lord. Put your word in my mouth, Lord. Put your word. Tell the Lord, connect my mind with the mind of the Spirit. Connect my mind with the mind of your spirit. Bring Kayatomo, Lika, Leboya, Masike, Yalota, Lebogi, Alamata. 
Connect my mind with the mind of Christ in me, O、oh、God. Put your words in my mouth. Sorry, Malota. Instruct my lips, O God. Teach me, O God. Let my mind receive your counsel. Kori Malenda. Kaya Mobori Malerebosi Caprate. Take Mamunda Ekralita. Now begin to make declaration. Prophetic declaration about your life. If you have been, if you, if you have anything that have been, that has not been going right in accordance to the word of God, begin to revoke them. It could be in your life, it could be in your wife, in your wife's life, it could, be, it could be in your husband's life, it could be in your children's life, it could be in your brother's life, your sister's life, it could be in your extended relationship. Begin to declare them. No, it will happen like this. My children shall serve the Lord. Begin to make declaration. My, or my grandchildren shall stand in the presence of God. I speak against every obstacle of the enemy to be removed. I, I decree them ladders of promotion in the name of the Lord of hosts. Every weapon of the devil that he has sent against my church, I rebuke and I revoke them in the name of Jesus. I declare them known and void. No grata, no grata. Every order, every decree, every decision made against me, against my wife, against my children, against the members of my church, I stand in Christ in God. I declare them non grata. I say they will have no effect from today in the name of Jesus. People who have been bound, I lose. Marobore Morataya. Begin to declare. You are within the environment of your house or within the environment of wherever you may be. Begin to speak to your life. Your life shall be a rising sun. By the dawn of tomorrow, you are in a new dimension. Tonight, as you are going to bed, your eyes shall see the glory of heaven. He shall see the, 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 the glory of the Son of Man. If you have been having nightmares, it shall not be your portion anymore. I say to you when you sleep, you will lie down and sleep in peace, and the Lord God shall open your eyes into the realm of, of, of visions. As you have desired desire to see angels, it shall come to pass that Angels of God reveal themselves. In your house, they reveal themselves. In your dream, they reveal themselves. When you are walking on the road, they will reveal themselves. They will manifest themselves around you. They will speak to you. They will bring messages from God to you. Begin to make declaration. My body shall not be weary any longer. My body shall not be weak any longer. My, my body is not sick. You are made whole if you are sick. Begin to make declaration about that. Because the Bible says that you will know that we say I'm ill. In Zion. Begin to declare road. Highway to be made for you. Command that highway, highway, highway. Mountain before me become low ground. My highway be made for me in my wilderness. Oasis come for me in my desert place. I command my oasis to arrive. To show up before me. Begin to make declaration for yourself. If the devil has been struggling with you over your husband, bind all the devil and command your husband back to his right mind. Your children back to their right mind. Your wife back to his right mind. Yes, Lord. Yes, as you are saying it, you are getting it. Speak the things. If you have been in an office and in a position for too long time, begin to command that your promotion comes. Decree it and begin to say it. It shall come to pass before the end of the new month I'm going that I will receive my promotion. I will receive my increase. Begin to make declaration like that in the name of the Lord of hosts. Doors shall not be shut against you. Krata Maburaman desire. Gates of bronze are broken down before you. Bars of iron are cut through before you. 
Liberty in the spirit you receive. Unction of the Holy Ghost. I believe you to speak utterances from God. Holy Spirit of God. Resting upon me. For this very season. Make declaration in the name of the Lord. Your Jezebel shall be overthrown. Make declaration in the name of the Lord. Thank you, Sovereign Lord. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' anointed name we have prayed. The path of the righteous go brighter and brighter. I say, as you leave this conference, behold, the light of God shines before your path. Your path shall be, shall be glowing with the light of the Father, with the power of insight, and you shall go brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter. I say, your soul shall not set. Even in your, it shall be on your zenith for the rest of your life. Your body shall not quake. Strength from heaven you receive today to function in prophetic utterances. Receiving the name of the Lord of hosts. And the Lord took out of the spirit place upon Moses. He put upon all the elders. Receiving in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And Speak, speak, speak mysteries of God. Amen. Speak mystery. Reveal in the name of the Lord of hosts. And the spirit of the Lord shall come upon you. The spirit of counsel, the spirit of power, the spirit of summer, the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of the fear of God. Receive in the name of Jesus. The spirit of the summer. Let it come upon you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It is written, the ransom of the Lord will return. I say you will return with singing. I say you will return with singing. I say you will return with singing. To Zion you shall return with singing. Everlasting joy will crown your head. I see everlasting joy will crown your head. I say instead of shame, you will have beauty. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, your matter will not end up in shame. I say your matter will not end up in shame. For the word of the Lord says, and the servant of the Lord says that, your matter will not end up in shame. Everlasting joy will crown your head. Gladness and joy will overtake you. As you are going to the end of the month, and you are entering the new month, I say gladness and joy. He will pursue you. He will overtake you. He will pursue you. He will overtake you. Sorrow and sigh will depart. They will take on their flight. In the name of the Lord of hosts, you enter into the comfort of the Father. From this very hour, you enter into the healing spring of God. By the power of He who created the foundations of the earth. I command all your fears depart in the name of Jesus. I command all your fears depart in the name of Jesus. Enter into victory in every battle. Victory to victory in every battle. Who is he that is bent on destruction? Who promised you destruction? I say, one shall eat their mouth. Who are the oppressors who have oppressed you? I say from today, I'll bind them with the oppression that they have sent to you. Ratomosi, the carry prisoners have been set free. You are set free in the name of the Lord of hosts. You will not die in your dungeon. I command those in dungeon to be out of dungeon in the name of Jesus Christ. If you have had impossible turn in your life with God I promise I command it be, be possible I declare that it is made possible from now from this hour you shall give back from this hour you shall be fruitful from this hour you shall prosper from this hour you shall be successful 
Nothing will hinder what God has ordained for you. Every spirit that rises against you, they fall before you right now. It is written, praise be to God. He gives us victory. Your victory begins. Receive it in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Areas that the devil has weakened your body before, now you receive strength and healing. In the mighty name of Jesus. The word of the Lord will prosper in your life and the zeal of God will overtake you. The zeal of the Lord shall burn within God and he shall act upon the words we have spoken today. You enter a new dawn and a new day forever. So shall it be in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit. Stretch your hand before the Lord loving God. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. Somebody say Amen. In all your distress, the Lord will answer you. Somebody say Amen. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. Before sunset tomorrow, my words shall come to pass. May the, may the Lord remember all your sacrifices, even this time that you are spent before him. May the Lord accept all your burnt offering, all your tithe and offering you have been given to God. May God open a book of remembrance and may he fulfill what he promised in the book of Malachi. May the book of Deuteronomy 28 12 be fulfilled over you. May 13 follow in the name of the Lord of Jesus, you will remember, you, you will, you will, you will, you will, you will, the Lord will give you the desires of your heart. He will make all your plans succeed. Everything you need for your desire to be fulfilled, heaven will, will, will drop upon you. And God will assign his holy angel to your plans. They will give you success in the plans of your heart. You will shout for joy. You will sing praises. You will glorify God. For the victory that you are getting. You will be going from victory to victory. Every battle shall end up in victory. In the name of the Lord. The Lord who fought for Jehoshaphat. Through singing. He shall fight for you. All your songs shall be turned to victory songs. In the name of the Lord. And may the God of Bethel. Who made covenant with Abraham. And confirmed it in Isaac. I speak against doubt in any heart that doubts now. I cast those spirit out of you in the name of Jesus Christ. May the God of Bethel who confirmed his covenant with Jacob and with us. May he look at all your requests and fulfill your days. My word begins to happen now in the name of the Father and of the Son. In the name of God, the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are prayed. I want to lift up your voice to heaven and begin to thank God. Thank God for the victory of tonight. Lift up your voice and give God the praise. Give God the praise. He that lives forever and ever. Visions are fulfilled at this hour and God is reviving your old visions that you have done at this hour is visiting them. God is giving you strength to run with the vision and succeed. A new dawn has come for you in the name of he that lives forever and ever. 
Thank you, Father God, because it is done, even as we have asked of you, in Jesus' holy and anointed name. Amen and amen and amen. Amen.